Hello again, listeners, subscribers, viewers, people finding us again for the first time. With you, as always, I'm Top Toes. And I'm your co-host, Emmy. Thanks for tuning in to the Oh Those Toes podcast. Welcome, welcome. And joining us today from California, podcaster and prolific pedal pumper. No, I, I love alliteration, but I didn't make that up. I lifted it straight off her website, Mimi Fortnite. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, welcome, Mimi. I'm, thank you. I'm so glad that um, you're able to come on. I know that we've been trying for a bit. Um, uh, you know, we've been, we've been, We'd been talking about pedal pumping for quite some time, and although I've done it, and Top Toast has recorded, you know, per, per produce some contents, like we just don't have enough information to answer all the questions that that people ask. So I'm really excited to have you on. Yay! Thank you. I'm excited to talk about pedal pumping. I have a podcast devoted to pedal pumping. I talk about it every week on my podcast, and. I'm so excited that people are interested and want to talk more about pedal pumping. And I'd love to know what kind of pedal pumping stuff you guys have done. So I'm just surprised. So for three years, we've been running a foot fetish podcast. And sometimes we scratch our heads and go, are we going to run out of topics? You're running a, a week, also weekly podcast specifically on pedal pumping. And you haven't yet run out of anything to say? Correct. And I just finished this month. Uh, I'm starting my third year of <laughs> Pedal Pumping Podcast, and I have not missed a week. Every single week, a new episode of the Pedal Pumping Podcast goes up, talk me talking about pedal pumping. <laughs> that's crazy, because that's just like, like, the thing that you talk about for years, like we have like two episodes on, you know what I mean? Like, that's right. So crazy. <laughs> but that's how I feel about people that like, they have a fetish podcast and then one of their episodes is foot fetish. I'm like, how can I possibly cover everything? You know, like when people have us on as guests, I'm like, how can I possibly cover my foot fetish in 60 minutes? Like that's just not possible. So it's not um, possible. I know. I know. That's kind of what I thought. Like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to represent the community and talk all about the different facets of pedal pumping in such a short amount of time? Like I need a, I need a full podcast to do that. Hence the full podcast. <laughs> it's really great, by the way. Congratulations on it. I, I, Thank you. I can't say that I've listened to every single episode, but I have listened to many, many of them. So, Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, as a, as a podcaster, I feel like we should support each other. As a woman, I feel like we should support such a, oh my God, should support each other. And as people in the, in a fetish community, we should really support each other, you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Okay. So, so first of all, you started off as a foot model and then started um, a foot model podcast, which I remember, do you remember Top Toes, like, way back when she started it, you were the one that found it and mentioned it to me, and, like, we completely gave her, like, a... Like yeah, a shout so out, and we were really like, yeah, that one. We that one you're literally talking about. So, there's pedal pumping podcast. I believe that's the official name of that one. Yes. Then there's the foot model podcast that you do and you co-host with Cute Webbies, right? Correct. And uh, it's been you two since the beginning on that. 
Yes. Yes. So the way that started is when I first got into this community, I was on Instagram and somebody connected me to Cute Webbies and she was mentoring me and I was just pumping her brain for information. And I said, you know what? I have so many questions and I feel like I need to start documenting this and sharing it with other people because I know I'm not the only person that's new and trying to find their way through all this and she was super on board and said yeah let's do it so uh in the beginning I I just it's it's cringy to me because I've there's been so much growth in the past few years uh but when I first started that podcast I was brand new to the community too but that that's an absolutely great way and I didn't realize that's how you guys started the podcast it wasn't, okay. hey, I'm going to get on the air because I'm an expert in a such thing. It's the, quite the opposite. Hey, I'm going to get on the air because I, I barely know what I don't know. And I need somebody to find out from. And well, everybody else can cool. learn from my questions. I thought it was super cool because, and pardon the interruption. I'm just super excited to say this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was super cool that she was like, come on this journey with me, right? And then I remember I listened to like, you know, it's been a while since you guys posted something and then I finally caught up with it. And, and then you, you, I remember you saying something like, actually, you may have said just that, that is kind of cringy, um, that, you know, that, that the things that you had learned and that you were saying in those first few episodes, you feel completely differently about. And then you guys were talking about things that you, that are different, that you've learned, like how you've grown and things like that. And so I thought, like that is a really good podcast for newbies to listen to because, you know, um, well, everybody really to listen to, but um, it was a lot of fun and very informational. So I, you know, I appreciated learning along with you. It was pretty cool. So thank you. I'm so glad. Yeah, I, it was the beginning and even now, but especially in the beginning, it was more like an exploration of this community and this business and now we really try to focus a lot on kind of the business side of foot modeling. Like it's a podcast for foot models who are in the foot model business, but you know what? A ton of guys listen to us too, which is really cool. We welcome that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So the foot model podcast, I, um, I, yeah, it's a cringy, it's cringy to think about the beginning, but I, 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 but think I we, we feel that actually. way too about the beginning of ours. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But you know what? It's an honest, it's like an honest kind of documentary of my progress. So here we are. <laughs> okay. So, so then speaking of progress. Yeah. Out of all the things that as a foot fetish model, you have been asked to do. Mm. Why is it? that the niche that you decided to focus on was pedal pumping? Like what led you to that? Cause I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately I like doing it. I think it is enjoyable, pleasurable, fun. It, it, I never get bored with it. There's, it's like the umbrella of pedal pumping is just infinite. And so, yeah, it's, there's always something new uh, I just love it. I love it. So for those that are listening that have, they just think pedal pumping is literally that pumping pedals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how can you define it for them? Like, how can you help them understand better that (sighs) you pushing your your foot on a pedal? Yeah. So (laughs) pedal pumping is super diverse and it crosses into foot fetish for sure because of the feet on the pedals aspect. But there are people who are into pedal pumping that are not interested in feet at all. I do pedal pumping videos that don't involve feet or me at all. If you go into like clips for sale, you'll see videos that are just tailpipes, like just the exhaust pipe of a car. And it might be kind of spluttering and white or black smoke and little bits of drippy stuff coming out. And um, that's the entirety of the video is like the tailpipe of a car that's pedal pumping. So that's kind of one extreme end that's like, doesn't involve feet at all. Um, For some people, it's about having um, car trouble. And it's about like the damsel in distress situation. So it's not really about feet. It's about typically a woman, but it could be a man or any gender person um, struggling to get the car started, or maybe cars stalling. Or it could be brake failure. That's a huge category where a person's driving a car and the brakes go out. And a lot of times those people are into like face shots of the person like panicking, kind of like in a, almost like a Hollywood movie set type of a video. Um, so like are- it pans over, the camera just pans over to you and you're like, oh! you know, with your like mouth open, your eyes. Yes, and yes. And it'll show your- the speedometer yeah. going faster and faster and usually like, shots outside of the car of like traffic and like oh my god you're gonna hit a tree or something you know uh so there's like a like in some of these videos some of this content there's an element of like anxiety or panic that the car won't start or the car won't stop the gas pedal's stuck oh no uh in some of adrenaline some some, yeah it's an adrenaline (laughs) thing for some videos it's more about like like domination like a a person dominating a machine and like revving the crap out of an engine or like you know blowing an engine just like revving it really hard pinning the pedal to the floor um there's certain phrases in pedal pumping that get people going like um you know begging the car to start and saying things like come on baby start for me come on or like patting the dashboard encouraging your car to start when it won't start i mean it just it's infinite the amount of and and for some people it's specifically like the foot on the pedal certain footwear some people (laughs) i've had i've done videos where it's like um just me like adjusting the seat of the car and trying to get comfortable and i'm getting in and out of the car and kind of adjusting the seat and it's all about like sitting on the seat of the car and jiggling the the cl- the stick you know if it's like you have a like a stick shift car yeah manual yeah. transmission um yeah so th- like pedal pumping i feel like can be kind of almost any thing fetishy with cars um and it crosses over into you, sorry as i'm hearing you insanely theatric and with as much content as you produce, and assuming you even delve into half of what you just described, it, you're not just, you know, doing the acting. You're you're doing a lot of film editing. You're probably doing a lot of sound overdub because I doubt that you tend to blow your own engine every week. 
I did blow my boyfriend's Porsche's engine and my Volvo. I did destroy that. And I've destroyed some cars. I have destroyed some cars pedal pumping. Uh, And so that's another thing. I didn't know. So if you go into forums, if you're a new like creator getting into pedal pumping and you go into these forums, guys will talk about all kinds of stuff, fantasies and things like it's real. (laughs) And maybe some of it is real, but I caution you to follow their advice because I've blown up engines. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. Porsches yeah, be- don't like the red line for a good amount of time, especially since they're not, there's no uh, radiator. Not good. Well, any modern car is going to have a rev limiter, so you're okay. But if you have an older, like vintage classic car, yeah, you could have that. You don't want to red line an older car. Um, also things like, um, People will say, like, cut the fuel, like, you know, or there's all these little tricks to try to get cars to to crank and do all sorts of things. And just be really careful. Take it from me. (laughs) Um, It's the the return on investment is not worth it if you blow up your car. So I I was filming a a pedal pump um, and the car wasn't even on. But just, you know, pumping the pedals and neither of us thought to even worry about how much you pump the brake till I, we found out that, um, you know, on the, the modern American typical fleet car uh, locked up the brake so hard the car wouldn't start or anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I... I luckily I've not had had enough pump uh, oh my gosh I can't talk today I'm so sorry uh, pedal pumping um, business where I've had to almost ruin a car but I do know that there is a safety factor I mean there's a risk because here I am like speeding down the highway you know like 80 90 and I'm trying to record at the same time Right. So that's, I didn't mention that, but high speed driving is definitely, that's a whole category. Um, And also kind of quite the opposite stuck videos where your car is like stuck in mud or snow and you can't get your car out. That's a huge category of pedal pumping Um, kind of more in like the damsel in distress side. Um, I would say the fast driving is more like dominating the car, but yeah, there's, there's definitely risks to pedal pumping. It is not for everyone. And, um, yeah, there's just a lot of, of difficulty and even just the literal filming. I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want you to give up your secrets. And I know, um, at least your Twitter says you're a Jeep enthusiast. So if you're talking to Wrangler, you've got a little bit of room and space and a high seat and the footwell. Um, She's got a lot of classic cars, uh, like her best-selling videos on her website. They're like classic cars. Other cars and coupes and and small vehicles. Just finding the place to put the phone and have, or put the camera and have light in the footwell and everything. It's very difficult. Yep. As a a second party being the filmer and trying to position myself in a place to actually film a, a moving car, um, you know, and get a camera or a camera phone or something into that portion of the footwell and have any light. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know you've got to have a lot of tricks and I don't want so, you to give up well, your tricks because this I'll is your bread and butter. I'll give you some of my tricks. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're doing something where the car is 
static, like you're not driving it. Like you say, you're just revving it. You're revving the engine. You can just have the driver's door open and that'll let a lot of light in. Right. But let's right, say you don't right. want to maybe for the sound or something, you don't want to do that. Um, you can, you know, you, if you're filming with a phone, you can turn on the flash and that'll give you some light. Uh, you can, you know, there's lights you can buy. You can even get off of like Amazon or whatever those um, like battery operated LED lights that you stick under like shelves. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I used a puck light. Yeah. Okay. A puck light. Okay. So I used a puck light because my stupid um, iPhone thinks that it's smarter than I am. And it kept like lightning and darking, lightning and darkening, lightning and darkening. So then when I record with the camera, it's a little bit easier because it's heavy and I can kind of set it in, in like a particular area. But mm -hmm. the problem is, is that, is that these men with the pedal pumping requests, they want different angles. Sometimes. Yes. Yes, of course. So then I'm like, well, then I'll just use my phone to, oh my gosh. It's, yeah. It's a yeah. lot. It's a you got to get the right sexy angles. Um, I, I, the the um, I also record with GoPros, so I use either my phone or a GoPro or both. Oh, that's a good mm, idea. GoPros, yeah, I have GoPro mounts all over. Sorry, you got motion correction on the GoPro. Um, there's a little bit of like you can depends which one you have. I have like every GoPro ever, and some of them have like motion stabilization, or some of them you can make them let them be shaky if you want. Some you can they do that fisheye kind of lens some of them are mm -hmm. more like a cinematic um shot but i have yeah i have gopro mounts all over the inside of all my vehicles and um, <laughs> it's kind of fun. and and my boyfriend's car and like <laughs> some of my family members cars um that's pretty cool <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah i, I I sometimes wonder if like when I get an oil change or something, people are like, why does she have GoPro mounts everywhere? It's so weird. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Probably but only 5% of the oil change guys even recognize what that is. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe like some of them even kind of, you know, get off I on bet it. But you, some of them are like, oh, she makes videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing because I would say for if you're trying to film pedal pumping videos, um, like bright color pedicures if you're doing a pedicure like a bright color will you know stand out more on like the dark uh pedal or you know a lot of cars newer cars have dark interiors right um, or um use like bright colored footwear you know so wear like white shoes or something that'll contrast and a lot of light will bounce off of it if we go back to the light problem um because if you're doing like black pumps in on a black pedal and a dark footwell, it can be really hard to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Add, add a flare of black pantyhose and you're just, you're, you're gone. You're missing. Right. It's, <laughs> it's like your camouflage. You've just disappeared into the footwell. Um, I, I feel like a lot of the pedal pumping fetishes are also, they go hands in hands um, with um, nylons. Yes or I, no? I don't I've, know. Yeah, I've seen two different kind of strong draws. One is definitely in more of the sandals and something where there's, you know, bare exposed skin and exposed pedicure. And then, yeah, the other, I think it might be, it's kind of a different, the ones who want the um, the damsel in the distress kind of 
that seem to fixate on no shoes and nylons and kind of that mode. That's my experience. I disagree. <laughs> well, you're the, you're the expert here. Well, tell us, Mimi, tell us. Yeah, so... I mean, one of the things, so in addition to pedal pumping, I do a lot of like other, I have a whole like other branch, I guess you'd call it to my business. It's like kind of like femdom, findom, a lot of humiliation, foot fetish, stuff like that. And I notice um, there's a big, I notice, I, so those are my kind of two groups that I compare. And I notice with pedal pumping guys, um, they are as, different as like the stars in the sky there is like no common thread really I mean you'll have guys that like nylons but then some will be will be you know want to see like just nylons and on the pedals and some are like they have to be this color nylon or this denier or they have you have to have red toes with your nylons or they have to be Mm. you have to have peep toe shoes like there, and and then <laughs> it gets even more specific about like where you place your foot. So some guys are like the heel has to be on the floor and your foot has to kind of rock on your heel. And of course it has to be a high heel or it has to be a flip-flop or they have a very specific shoe preference. Some guys like it when the heel's lifted up and you're pressing with the ball of your foot or your entire uh-huh. foot is slammed on the heel or you're kind of gripping the top of the pedal with your toes or you're just pressing the pedal with one, like with just your big toe or your second toe and big toe or your toes are spreading oh as they press the pedal or, you know, like there's so many different, very specific, very particular triggers that get people off when it comes to pedal pumping can you see now how she can have a podcast about absolutely and i'm of course as we learned in our last pedal pump episode i'm such a car guy i'm just thinking about the couple types of cars that have been mentioned how some of those positions aren't even possible in some of those cars you know oh and the variety of gas pedals now we're we're talking floor is it a floor mounted pedal is it a suspended pedal what's the size of the pedal uh you know and we're not even into like guys who want a manual guys who want an automatic right we're not even talking about like the year of the car you know like vintage versus new or like um a lot of people like cars where you can see the from the passenger, like the front passenger seat that has a good, clear view of the pedals, you know, that's a, typically a desirable quality in a car if you're looking for cars to shoot in. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing not about too many pedals, of those left. That's yeah. everything, everything's cockpit. That's like almost old school bench seat where, you know, the yeah. tunnel is low. Yeah. You know, there are some minivans, like I think the Honda Odyssey, there are some that kind of have that. Um, it's all, I was going like to say a, that is the most unsexy car, but there will probably be like 14 guys who will yell, I think minivans are sexy as hell in pedal pumping. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Because oh, they're like, yeah. ooh, the mommy, the, the yes. milk is stuck and the soccer mom is stuck on the road, side of the road and she doesn't know what to do. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like station wagons and little sedans. A car that I sometimes film in that's really popular is a 1995 Honda Civic. Um, that's classic. That is, yeah. You know, I think it's cars that that. people grew up with. Cars that like people, yeah, yeah. And so the more you know, it's like I've never had a request for like an exotic car. People want like the most 
kind of generic mundane everyday like your your hot neighbor's car in your neighborhood as a kid or whatever yes yeah I, <laughs> you know? I, I definitely believe that after talking to our last guest about pedal pumping where he said that it was his somebody teaching him to drive maybe I think is what he said I don't know but it was yeah. him being on the passenger side watching somebody giving him a ride like kind of pumping the and she was wearing nylon so for me most of the things that I've done have involved most of the pedal pumping that I've done involves flip-flops and nylons and usually almost always I have to like show off the arch and so I'm pumping with like either just my toes or like the ball of my feet for sure yeah, there's so many different styles of pedal pumping and, you know, of like what I mean by pedal pumping is like the pumping of the pedal, the literal pedal pumping. The, the way to pump the pedal, yeah. Yes. Right. And like, and then the rhythm, like, are you pumping hard and fast or slow or deep or light? Are you kind of feathering the pedal? I mean, it just goes on and on and on. All right. Well, after that expression, let's give our audience a second or two to calm down and uh, maybe get some us tissues a or two to get paid. And we'll get back to you in 30 seconds or less. Okay. Welcome back. Um, I hope you enjoyed that one minute of me talking. It was great. <laughs> um, but um, okay. So, Mimi. Uh, we have a Telegram group chat where we kind of interact with our fans and someone, and I won't say their name because I don't have their permission, but they've been creating this contraption for their friend who does pedal pumping. And it's basically like a piece of wood with like this metal piece coming out of it and a pump, like a, like a, a car pump i mean it looks like, like a... it, it's it's set up um like a under dashboard hung uh excel uh, actually it's a little more like a brake pedal but the, the the hanging down style right i have one of those actually maybe we're talking about the same person maybe i don't know <laughs> i know i know that the person who is designed i call them pedal boards um, the guy that designs pedal boards for me, I know he's a fan of your podcast and listens, so it could be the same person. Maybe, yeah. So he shared it with us just, just a couple days ago, and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking amazing. Which, I mean, talent, right? Really, that's just amazing. So my question to you is, as the pedal pumping expert, would that then be something that would be okay with your, with your buyers? Like, would someone want you to see you pump a pedal that's not attached to a car. Yes. So I'm glad you asked because I do need to also caveat that pedal pumping doesn't necess isn't necessarily and does not necessarily involve cars. It can be like piano pedals, sewing pedals. You could be pumping like a bike pump pedal, like a foot pump. Um, really any kind of a foot pedal, like, uh, like a drum or like a Wawa, I think they're called like for a, like an amp, a guitar. There's so Ooh. many like musicians, like musicians use pedals, right? Like there's all kinds of things that are pedals that can be considered pedal pumping. And I have a pedal board and actually 
I'm guessing that the photo you saw is probably a photo, if it is the same person, and I I tend to think it is, um, it would be a petal of um, my Volvo that I blew, I blew up. Um, he, my person anyway, got this, um, like, got a petal of an old car that I had. And he recreated it. And I also have one with my BMW pedal. And there's a couple more. I think he's got like in the workshop on, on their way to me. Um, and what's kind of cool about these pedal boards is he actually has at the base of the pedal. So it's like basically a gas pedal mounted on a board. Uh-huh. And at the base of the gas pedal, there's a hole. Yep. We're talking about the same person. We are talking about the same person. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. shout out. Can I shout him out? Shout out. Rocket yes. Man. <laughs> That's shout out to Rocket Man, my pedal, my yes, pedal board creator. Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you will see my foot on that pedal coming soon. It's uh, UPS tracking says it'll be here tomorrow. So uh, yeah. So it's kind of sometimes um, I'll put like dildos through there and pump like a dildo on the pedal so it kind of gets into like cbt right like now you've got like like some some cock and ball torture going on on the pedal a lot of guys imagine that the pedal is their phallus it kind of represents their phallus or libido for some guys like you're revving them up um, not not everyone sees it that way. I, well, you know, it took me years. It took me up until recently, right, Top Toes? Until recently that I did not make the connection that pumping the pedal, pedal pumping and, C- and potential overlap with CBT. Yeah, yeah. I I, mean, I didn't see it. I'm so I, I'm such a little virgin. I just well, CBT didn't see it. or foot fed. Uh, pardon me, or foot job. You know any. De- depending on the demeanor of it, you is how you are uh, striking or caressing the the let's say say the, the cock. There, we can use the word. Right. Well, I mean, look, if I'm stroking the if I'm stroking the pedal, like I've done that before, where I'm stro- literally stroking the pedal, like I'm giving it a foot job. I get it. All right, but the the actual pumping up and down, it wasn't until my husband and I started experiencing, you know, experimenting with a little CBT that I was like, oh. This is like pumping a pedal. <laughs> it just took me forever to connect those two. I feel so like so dumb. <laughs> Better late than never. I know, but yeah. So the hole at the bottom of the board. That's amazing. That sounds amazing. Okay, so I have to ask for yes. all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. In person session, is that something that you offer or not? Oh, it's something that I have gone back and forth, back and forth, but currently, no, I have never done in person. Sometimes I'm so tempted to, and then I'll like put my feelers out there and just kind of have weird experiences. And I just don't, I just don't know how to screen people um, well enough to know that. uh, Yeah. So currently, no, I, I do kind of have fantasies about that. I think it would be really, really fun. I mean, I would just love right. to get that pedal board on top of a real, you know, a man laying down and just pumping. Oh God, that does sound like so much fun. Oh my God, I, right? You know, I love that you just said that it's kind of like a fantasy because I get asked all the time if I do sessions and I don't. And everybody's always like, well, why? Well, why? And I honestly I don't. I don't know. I don't have like an exact answer. Like I, 
don't know that my husband would be a hundred percent okay with it. I know that I enjoy my sex life a whole lot and I don't know that I want to put my feet out there for that. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm not, it's not something I want to do right now, but the thought of it and the fantasy, I mean, that's, it's a fantasy. It sounds fucking amazing. Like that's just... it. I also have this fantasy of having like, like a kind of a pedal pumping drive through worship session where I just like pull up and the guy's like laying like under my car and I just stick my feet out and sit in my, you know, have like <laughs> one foot, like I'm revving the engine and he's like sucking my toes. I, yeah. I have all kinds of pedal pumping fantasies. Oh, gosh, I just I love, love the fact it. that you do. I think there's a, a terrible misconception among a lot of the guys who think the women who are out there making con content, content are just making content because they realize there's money in it that there isn't the sexual component for them that the fact that you have fantasies about this just kind of proves that it's, it's the argument any and i had the, in season one is a woman who enjoys the attention to her foot a foot fetishist mm. the fact is you're a pedal pumping fetishist yourself in the kind of reverse way Right. Right. Yeah. So pedal pump, like watching pedal pumping videos doesn't necessarily do it for me, but performing in pedal pumping videos. Um, yeah, I really love that. I love the attention. I fantasize about like doing in-person sessions in the car, you know, just like picking up a guy like from the airport in a rental car and just like revving, <laughs> like revving the engine <laughs> in the airport parking lot, just like... <laughs> Well, okay, I so well, about, well, I do a lot of um, videos about um, like JOI videos in the car. So like I'll drive around town and I will be like imagining that I've got a passenger and I'll be like, get your cock out, start stroking it. And I'll just like, <laughs> like, like just cruising around recording like JOI videos in my car. And that is like a fantasy that I have. But if you ever want to start your kinky Uber service, I'll get in with you on the ground floor. I'll help you with the vetting and security that you heard it first on this podcast. So we're copywriting it right now. I love that. I'm my kinky Uber service. Don't forget to wow. be a driver. You would make a killing, let me just say. Hey, so for our foot fetishes, though, I have to ask. Yeah. What size shoe do you wear? Eight. U.S. And U.S. women's eight, like 100% across the board, except in Converse, I'm a seven or roller Yeah, skates. they're strangely sized. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And what would you say people like about your feet? My arches. I have, have really, good really, arches. really high arches, like really curvy high arches. People just love that. You definitely, you definitely do. Uh, I also would note that you are, uh, you favor a longer toenail. Is that your preference or you, is that a preference of a majority of your fans that you keep it that way? I groom myself the way I like to be because it's my body and I have to live with it and go out in public. And I always am in right. like flip flops or open toed shoes. I like to wear, I like, I love a lot of attention on my feet. So I usually have like bright color pedicures that are very eye catching and footwear that's very eye catching and anklets and toe rings and all that i love it i just love it yeah i relate to that so much yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like i'm so I into do. it i love it <laughs> but yeah um i mean you've got i mean there's a ton of stuff to look at on your website and i see that you have this like 
God, your arches are ridiculous. Let me just say, um, but you have like this, like kind of a grippy thing that you can do with your toes. My toes are kind of curvy. They sort of like are a little curly or curvy. Um, I've had people actually throughout my life tell me my toes are deformed and like be very mean to me about them. But I've always thought they're really cute and they're short. I have short little curvy toes and I love them, but maybe they're not for everybody. I think it's just the way that you can flex them is kind of at an abnormal, like not like the average person cannot flex their toes and their feet like that. Maybe that's a nice you know, way to I say think. it, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you've got, I, I, I don't think that your toenails are too, too long. I think you just have a kind of an elongated toenail to begin with. So even have, if you let them grow a little bit, it just looks long. Right. So my my nail beds, like my fingernails and my toenails, I have deep nail beds and wide, like deep and wide nail beds. And I like my toenails to be kind of just to the edge of my toe with maybe a, like a millimeter or two of overhang. I'm I'm not into like extremely long nails. I mean, I've seen yeah. models with like nails where I'm like, oh my gosh, I would rip my toenails like if they were that long. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, I think the more we're describing, the more we're realizing, yes, if you if you're if you're curling your toes down a little bit in the front and you have a long nail bed and you keep them just a little past right in the sweet spot, just a little past the, the pad of your toe, then yeah. Depending on the photo angle, they're just they're gonna appear longer. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I think that's like my favorite. I used to like really, really short toenails. Me too. Um, <laughs> And then I don't know, over the years just changed. And so now I think I like them just a little bit, just a tiny little bit over the toe, not a lot, not a whole lot. Me too. Exactly. I mean, respect the same. to anybody that can keep them that long or that short, like no shade on anybody, right? Like they're absolutely beautiful, but I just that's my personal preference. So yeah. right, uh, to, right. To yeah. my to my delight, I have seen pictures where Mimi does wear nylon. And you know, if you're gonna do seriously long toenails, that becomes insanely difficult. So. She's got right. a picture on her on her photo gallery on her website. It's like, like I guess it's on the steering wheel because it says Volvo, and like the whole toe is poking out of the nylon. I guess you ripped it. It's yeah. Like, it's oh, I, I ripped it during like a. I was filming. I was doing that. That's my Volvo that I destroyed. That the pedal that I'm getting, uh, that Rocket Man made the pedal board is that car's pedal. See, everything's like everything has a story. It's all like very intimately connected. But yes. Um, pedal pumping can like rip your nylons. Yeah, well, you know, destroyed your <laughs> nylons, so you took it out of the car and destroyed it too. The revenge I love it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hope that they tipped you really well, especially the one video you're making for the Volvo guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the tip better have been insane for the one you destroyed a Porsche for, okay? Oh. You know what? That's a really uh -huh. sad story. Let me tell you guys really quick. So okay, that was when yeah. I was brand new. My boyfriend has, it, this was his first car. He's had it since high school. Okay. It's a 1984 Porsche 944. It's like his, it's not his daily driver. Thank God, because he can't drive it anymore, but um, I destroyed it. I, so this guy asked me if I would do a cranking video for like five minutes and I'm like, sure. So I did it for $35. Okay. Just, it makes me want to cry. It makes me want to cry. I did this video for $35 and destroyed his Porsche. Oh my gosh. So did and, you crank it like the full five minutes? Like what was it that? Yeah, pretty much. And I, 
so the engine like it lost compression it needs a rebuilt engine Mm. So what what did you do? Like disconnect the fuel line so you could continue to crank it that long? No, the car, um, you know, it's, it was old and was having some issues. Like it would always start, but it would take a while and I'd have to crank it like a few times to get it started. But like I said, I read stuff in forums that was, I think more fantasy than reality. And you can't hold the key and crank a car for like a minute straight. No. Like, first of all, it, it'll kill the starter. If you don't kill the starter, you'll destroy the engine. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. So, I destroyed that car, and um, the yeah. Volvo, I kind of bought it. Uh, I, call, I called him Wagner. I Sometimes I name my cars. Wagner, I bought to basically to destroy. Um <laughs> Going back a second, you didn't say it's your ex-boyfriend's Porsche, so obviously he didn't leave you over that. (laughs) No, and here's the thing, you guys. He does not have a foot fetish. He is not into pedal pumping. He thinks feet are gross, actually. like. Ah, Well, that answers my next question. I was going to ask, do you ever use him in your videos? No. Has he developed a pace for it? Because (laughs) he's so not into it but he's a great sport he lets me put gopro mounts all over his cars he films for me like i have him do a lot of um filming for me he's he's such a great sport about it but he just he's like you have other people for that like you you don't no i'm not mm." yeah yeah i just find that you know like the the more down the rabbit hole we go and like the more we learn about these different things the more we get into them like i think that um a lot of models that start start off thinking i could sell foot pictures for a couple bucks you know and it'll be fun and then before you know it like they would never date a guy that doesn't suck toes you You know know what yeah i i kind of have a different perspective on that i feel like that if I had a partner who was like an intent, like had a foot fetish, then I would be directing all of that energy into him and the relationship. And I would not be producing videos. I feel like because my partner is not at all interested in it, I need an outlet to express it all. And so that's why everyone else gets to see it and interact with me in these ways. I it's a small fetishy polyamory. You take your your foot energy <laughs> and project it in one direction, and your other energy. Yes, but but when she started, she didn't start like feeling sexy when she drove her car. Like that wasn't. I mean, okay, look, listen. I always say, I always had an affinity for feet. Like I think feet are cute. I always like to keep them clean. I always wore foot jewelry. Girl I always thing. got pedicures. I like I all like that was another thing that I wanted. So Mimi was projecting Bigfoot energy here, and I think it, you know, I think she's also always been projecting car energy. You kind of, if I if I'm reading you right, you've kind of always been a car girl. I love cars. Yeah. I love yeah. feet, and you know, when I joined, when I got involved in the foot fetish community it was not intentional i don't know if you guys know that about my story but i no, please we i'm got kind some of minutes. like any like i i love my feet and on like my personal instagram and facebook i used to do all these little stories of like my feet like walking like up the pedicures. stairs or like my feet like in front of a fireplace and it was 
during like the pandemic, it was July of 2020, where I was like, you know, I'm always posting these little stories with my feet doing stuff. And I needed a creative outlet that wouldn't be expensive at that time. And I thought, I'm just going to do like a video every day of like my daily activity represented by my feet. So here I am like riding my bike or driving my car or shoveling my yard, like my garden. Or so it was like, I started posting these little videos and it was before it was back when Instagram was mostly photos, but I was into doing videos. Like I wanted to do these little like 30 second videos of my feet in my daily life. And I just called the Instagram account footnet because I was like, Oh, it's just playful. It's just like me doing foot things, not even thinking about it being a fetish. And it was when I posted the car, like driving my car, I was wearing flip flops. It was summer. I started getting all these DMS, you know, like, yeah, I, uh, mine's a little bit different, but I fell into it too. But I, but it, it just so happens that I married a foot fetishist. So I was already like, I was already kind of aware of what a foot fetish was and all that, but I would always like, so then because my husband loves feet so much I would like even more make sure that they were like on point and like getting a pedicure was more for him than for me kind of a thing so I would post pictures on my vanilla on my regular Instagram of these pedicures right and I was like never 100% happy so then I would do my own designs and then I'd be like oh my gosh look at this like fucking mural I just did on my toe (laughs) right And and then like I started getting like this kind of a big following and then propositions and then I was like is this guy for real like does this guy really want to pay me this much for my dirty socks like is that really a thing right I was so confused that's when I started the foot model podcast because I was like I need to learn about this because I'm getting I'm getting dms about all kinds of wild things that I was totally ignorant of I had no idea about pedal pumping like I didn't know that was a thing but I I love it I it's like it makes me mad actually that I didn't know about it when I was like in high school like (laughs) well we didn't no we didn't have Instagram really yet and you know the, the 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 space to project it wasn't really as big a deal yeah, but you know, it's probably better because imagine if we as grown women can get taken advantage of in the beginning of our oh, yeah, that's true. Full model career. Can you imagine as a high school you know, or fresh out of high school? No way. Who knows what I would have done? Like I would have like, you know, done the whole thing with the cash up. Send me $20 and then I'll send you 40 back. <laughs> Kids stay in school. When you're done with school, then think about your model career. <laughs> But um, I mean, unless you've got somebody like me, like Mimi, uh, you know, guiding you at this point. Well, or me, like Mimi had in, in Webby's. Yeah, everybody yeah. needs a mentor, I guess. You do. You really do. Like having a mentor and also having friends in this community is everything. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and so much of what you're saying, too, I can totally relate to, um, except for that when you were saying about your pedicures are for your husband, I feel like kind of like, I don't know, my pedicures are for me. (laughs) You know, it's both. We both benefit for it, but he definitely gets to choose the color a lot of the time. And, you know, he, he also, he's really kind of, he's got this thing where he likes black petties um, Mm -hmm. when they're a little bit chipped. 
And that's the only pedicure that he will allow to be chipped, like, or that he finds attractive because any other pedicure that's chipped, any other color, he's like, yeah, that's like, oh, it's time for a pedicure, honey, you know? But if it's black and chip, like he's like, yeah, it's kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's <You're> like, like <coughs> it's like ripped nylons or something. It's got that kind of like that rugged right. sexiness. Right. Yeah, so I, think, like, I think they both, in my mind, those are both a, just a bit punk rock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like messy, like messy hair and like, yeah. With yeah, little raccoon eyes going. And the, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a whole vibe. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I, I definitely, um, I definitely do enjoy my, my own feet. And I, it just so happens that my husband, but when I asked my husband, you know, like, hey, like, this guy's a foot fetishist, and he wants to buy my dirty socks. He's like, what? Like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I was like, is that a thing? Like, I didn't know that was a thing, you know, and so I looked into it. And then I saw that there was people selling their dirty socks on eBay. And I was like, well, I don't sell my dirty panties, but I'll for sure sell a dirty sock. Do you and sell wearables? Where I started. Do you sell I started socks? on eBay. On yeah. eBay, yeah. Okay. I've been selling like <laughs> flip-flops and slippers and things like that. Um, just because I, my shoe collection is just so insane. I have a whole room in my house dedicated. It's like closet, like wall-to-wall closets full of shoes. Just all that's in the, that room. Those slipper and, guys can get obsessive too. What do you mean? Oh, slippers. I think, I think the slipper guys are probably the the best population of buyers. They They seem to want to buy all the time, but they are insanely specific. You know, this this style, this everything. Do you sell slippers? Slippers? Yeah, I I don't sell my shoes too much because my feet don't smell. And my shoes don't really have my scent to them. Like, I'm just really honest about that. And But the slippers do. And so, if anything, I think I sell more slippers than anything. My feet also do not smell. But um, my guys seem to like just my toe print like my footprint in the shoe and the fact oh, that I've like worn that. them yeah. and the fact yeah. that like there's videos of me wearing them and um yeah yeah so. oh yeah it's 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 memory of the experience if they've seen the video where you're wearing that shoe and then they have it and they can see it and it's it all comes back mm-hmm. around again yeah but but slippers slippers they they hold a lot more scent than anything else I think and I think that's why they like them I guess it's kind of like a sock, right? Something fuzzy yeah. and yeah, it's yeah, like a, yeah. It's basically a thicker sock, is what is what it is. But yeah, yeah. So I used to sell a lot more socks because I had um, I worked in the metallurgical industry and I had twelve hour days, and so I would wear my my tennis shoes for twelve hours a day, and wow. my socks would get sweaty, and eventually they'd get smelly. And so I just had this couple of really stinky shoes that as soon as I put my foot in there, it was just, ah. So it was easier then. But now I, I, I don't do so much. I'm not in, in scrubs anymore. I don't wear tennis shoes that often. So it's really hard to stink up a pair of socks for me. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, pr- previous to this, prior to this year, I worked from home anyway, Um I worked online and now I'm a full-time content creator, foot model as of the, as of the first of this year. So yeah, that's awesome. I lounge around barefoot in my house a lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
destroying cars <laughs> destroying cars yes i am looking actually um at the possibility of buying another car this year i um, lived in hawaii kind of part-time last year and i had two cars there that i left on the island and um those were fun but i think one thing about pedal pumping is having access to a variety of cars that kind of helps i think a lot of times pedal pumping guys um will sort of like i guess it's like anything like a little variety helps <clears throat> right yeah so if you're seeing the same feet all the time it's like well at least it's nice to see them on different pedals or in different cars or different scenarios but people i feel like in the pedal pumping community tend to really be like focused in on what they like and how they like it um and there's so many like like we were talking earlier just like subcategories of pedal pumping um it's infinite and and mm. it's very it's i feel like it's the toughest crowd to please like you just can't make everybody happy in fact um like the comment section on youtube i have it so dialed down because it's like just constant criticism it would have been better if you were request yeah. you should have done this this car is better oh you should be wearing shorts not pants you should be wearing helpful suggestions <laughs> yeah. like it's just constant like and you're like this is the free content dude take it or leave it yeah. well i do appreciate that people want to express what they're into right like it's great to know like oh cool so you like uh, like sh short mini floral skirts with, you know, pink Dr. Scholl's <laughs> like slides or whatever. And it's like very specific with chipped black toenail polish. <laughs> but that, that gives you the, the knowledge to make one video for that one guy ever. Well, I mean, if it's a custom, I'm not going to cater to like the very specific whims of these different dudes, but like, it is, it, you know, it's good market research. And I do like to know what people like. It's interesting to me, too. I mean, a big part of the pedal pumping podcast is that listeners will write in and email me with their stories and experiences of pedal pumping. And then I read their emails on the on the show. And so it's like this community where we all get to share and learn about each other. And I love that. But it kind of is a little bit like I am sensitive. And it's a little bit hurtful when I feel like I produced a great piece. And then everybody who it's not speaking to is like mm -hmm. complaining about it. Like, Oh, it's not. And I'm yeah. like, it's, but it's not meant for you. It's meant for guys or, or gals or whoever that are into this kind of thing. Like yeah. not everything's for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So I have a thing with that. Like I always say that I welcome suggestions and ideas and things like that when it comes to the podcast. But when it comes to my personal content, like the content that I produce, all my pre-mades and all of that, I'm not asking for anybody's opinion unless it's accompanied, you know, by, you know, something in my cash app. I don't care. <laughs> you do and I, you know, and sometimes they get off on that. So <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Totally. Um, I forgot to mention that Lady Citra does pedal pumping uh piano pedal pumping i i actually was gonna bring her up uh, at the time but it just yeah. kind of didn't fit yeah that's who and, i thought about when she said piano and i'm like oh yeah. citra does that yeah uh -huh. yeah i don't know her but i know that pa piano pedal pumping is definitely a thing and organ pedal pumping 
No, yeah, yeah organs have like 270 something pedals if you got a really big pipe organ. Yeah, yeah. Some people are really into, I don't know how to play the piano, so that one kind of lost on me, but. You could be the damsel in this dress trying to learn <laughs> play the piano and you could just be pumping away. <laughs> like, if I don't learn to play this song, the bomb will go off. And... <laughs> <laughs> the pastor's going to get mad at you. <laughs> but um oh my gosh it's been amazing so i um tell our listeners where they can find you i know we talked about it at the beginning but give us all your like clip stores and OnlyFans and all that kinds of stuff your website so that they can find you yeah i'm all over the place the easiest thing probably is just to go to mimiflitnip.com and there's shit you should be able to find links to everything else from there but i'm in i'm in i want clips clips for sale uh my instagram just got deleted and it's coming back so i have an instagram again twitter i'm on reddit reddit hates me but i'm on there um why does Reddit hate you? I don't know. I don't know. They downvote my feet. I don't get it. Like, I oh, it's not that the app hates you. It's not like Instagram where the app hates you. It's the the redditors are hating on you. Yes, they just don't I, like. Yeah, my feet. I, I I stay away from Reddit because I'm not a fan of downvote. You know, that's not good for the self esteem. I just um, don't understand because to me, I'm like, I think I have the cutest feet, so I I disagree. But yeah, but there's people over... out there with a the fetish for like you know really ugly beat up like <laughs> i mean there's a there was a girl who was super popular i can't remember her name right now but she had a callus page oh, oh yeah there's, there's, like, like, there's a number of bunion pages these yeah. Days. yeah yeah i i do not like bunions but man some Edward, people really do yeah anyone can be a foot model <laughs> so <laughs> mimi you you've got a couple different youtube i've got a bunch of youtube channels everything's on my website that's now mimifootnip.com go yep. there you can find me i'm on sex panther that's probably the best way if people want to chat with me directly um People can email me, but I don't usually respond to emails unless it's like a business inquiry, like a custom or something. But I don't just do free chatting anywhere. I have a couple OnlyFans. Um, yeah. One of them is free. One of them is free. Yeah. 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 Check, out her, check out the free OnlyFans. Get addicted and then subscribe to her paid one. That's well, my paid, yeah, my paid OnlyFans is primarily pedal pumping. <laughs> free the free only fans is kind of a little bit of everything it's more i would say more like femdom oriented but um i do live stream there almost every day i'll do like 45 minutes of live streaming so you can like subscribe 45 minutes of free video come on people yeah and then and and engaging and hanging out with mimi hell yeah Yeah. and then then reach out to her on sex panther afterwards (laughs) i i like talk and pontificate about lots of things and usually if somebody tips me on the live stream i'll send you a copy of the entire live stream after so like a lot of guys will like come on the last like 10 minutes or so and if they tip me then they get to watch it from the beginning and it'll be in their um whatever so they can just watch it over and over if they want so yeah i do a lot of live streaming it's really fun i love talking about pedal pumping i love talking in general that's why i have all these podcasts and stuff so (laughs) all your links all the appropriate links up on ohthostoes.com you can listen to mimi 
once a week on the pedal pumping podcast yes. approximately <laughs> bi-weekly on the foot metal foot model podcast yes 45 minutes one. on her uh i mean really this is a treat the boys and girls and whoever is a pedal pumping you know femdom loving guy. <laughs> real quick Person. what's the what's the idea now for the third podcast so i have this um YouTube channel. Hang on a second. Does, yeah. In California, is there more than 24 hours in a day? No, we just get 24. <laughs> Sometimes we only get 23 because it's like storming and flooding and our levees are breaking and stuff. Oh it's my crazy God. right I, now. I don't know how you ha- you're giving out 45 free minutes on this. You could run in three podcasts. You're producing content. You're running four YouTube channels. You got a time machine somewhere I'm not aware yeah, of? It's because she enjoys it. And, you know, she's doing this full time now. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So the last, yeah. the last, the new, newest podcast is? It's called Mimi's Shoebox. I also have a YouTube channel called Mimi's Shoebox. And it's kind of, it's like fetish, but kind of couched and disguised as like a shoe fashion vlog. where I'm As, as you must do to stay on YouTube, especially right. if you want to be monetized yeah. i totally right. was gonna do any shoe review on youtube for a long do time it. but i was like yeah. you know what if i do that then my kids will be able to connect to the other shit that i do and i really don't want to so i didn't do oh that. yeah uh, yeah no. i i okay. have my shoebox channel which is like unboxing i do a lot of unboxing videos and shoe shopping and like just sh- just shoe fashion content and so in addition to that, when YouTube came out with this podcast thing, I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. So I started a podcast. The, the episodes are like just a few minutes. It's kind of in an experimental beta phase right now where it's just me talking about like encounters I've had. Like I was at Bloomingdale's and I noticed this, I was trying on shoes and I noticed this guy like staring at my feet. And so I tell the story about how he, and he was with like his partner, his girlfriend or wife and how he finally musters up the courage to like compliment my shoes and say like, Oh, you should buy them all or something. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of, that's the premise. It's just basically like titillating little stories, like little mini titillating stories about shoe stuff. Oh, and people love that kind of it's, stuff. So, I yeah. imagine it's fantastic because you've yeah. been fantastic to listen to and talk to. So glad to have you on the show. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. On the so website much. for everybody because we ran through so many different things because you are doing a million things. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for coming on short notice too because I know we had we talked about this months ago and then we got oh my gosh really. Issues. But then you got with us in like three hours notice. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. This is so like, I just love, I just love the energy. So, I mean, thank you for, for help, for coming on, you know, to our podcast, but also thank you for what you're doing for the community in general. Like we need more people like you and I appreciate that so much. Oh, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you guys. I feel like we're friends now. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Thanks so much. And Thank you, as always, to all the listeners and the fans, and uh, special thank you to Rocket Man. Uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and for those of you who are masturbating to our voices this whole time. You're Pump welcome. It. Pump it, baby. Pump it. Pump it. <laughs> Goodbye. I love it. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.